wrestle not against flesh and blood. Victory is a goal for every battle. Get set for an empowerment to conquer in the battles of life as you listen to Encounter with the Truth by Pastor Sami. Praise God. Father, have your way tonight in our midst. As your glory is here, praise the Lord. Thank you for the encounters in this prophetic fast. We give you the praise. Thank you for receiving our praise. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, we are having a small challenge with our projector and with with it's it's not projector the lines so i would want you to because what god is going i want everybody to be opening the word to see so follow me carefully so work your bible so that you will go with me in second chronicles 27 verse 6. You know what the Holy Ghost intend doing in the Fridays is to set us on a certain position so that in this fast you encounter God and in this year your life will change. Praise the Lord. In 2 Chronicles 27 verse 6. The word of God reads and says that and Jotan became mighty because he prepared his ways before the Lord God. Praise God. As a certain king, he became king very early. He was very young. And the Bible said that this small boy as a king became very, very mighty. The reason is that Jotan prepared himself before the Lord. So his mighty acts and deeds was as a result of his preparation before God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And Jotan became mighty because he prepared himself before God. So your preparation determines your resource. You know, when, when you talk about students, when it is time for exams, most of the time, those who prepare well are those who come out with good grace. Praise the Lord. So, look, whatever you see in this year is rooted in how you are preparing yourself in the year. There is nothing that happened by chance. 
Praise the Lord. No, no, no. There is so, oh, this, this person is lucky. There is nothing called lucky. Everything that happens is rooted in a certain course of action. So Jotan prepared himself before the Lord. And he became mighty. So one of the great preparations God expects us to do this year is to prepare to meet him. Praise the Lord. Somebody say, prepare to meet the Lord. Somebody say, prepare to meet the Lord. Yes. In Amos chapter 4 verse 12, he said, Therefore, thus will I do unto thee, O Israel, and because I'll do this, prepare to meet thy God. So God wants you to prepare to meet him. When you prepare well, you will meet him well. And when you meet him well, you enjoy certain benefits. May you meet God in these seasons in Jesus' name. And may every blessing that comes on men who meet God be your portion in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. You know, when you know what happens to a man when he meets God, it will stir you up in this prophetic season to, to work yourself to meet God. Because in every prophetic fast, God is available to meet everyone whosoever will. Praise the Lord. May you meet him in this season. May you meet him in this season. When God meets a man, what happens? Number one. When God meets a man, he turns your life. He turns your life. He directs the course of your life. The direction of your life changes when you meet God. Yes. The direction of your life. Moses met God. In Exodus chapter 3. When Moses met God 1 to 10. God turned his life around. He told him, he said, I have seen the affliction of my people. And I'm going to deliver them. And in the verse 10, 3 verse 10, he said, come now therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Before Moses met God, his life direction 
was taking care of his father in lordship. He was taking care of Jethro's sheep. That is his father in law. But when he met God, God directed his life. He said, From today, I am sending you to Pharaoh you are running away from. And you go and tell Pharaoh, Let my people go. That is the first thing when a man made God. You must know that in this season, God is encountering you to turn your direction of your life. Some of our certain plans and decisions we have. That, oh, me, I want to be this. I want to be this. I want, this is the time God is meeting you and turning your life around. Praise the Lord. Yes. I knew I would be a pastor when I was fasting doing a fast. Yes. And God met me. I've told you my story. I wanted to be a soldier. That, that was my lifetime desire. And I will, I will, when I finished school and I finished university, then I'll go to the military and become a soldier man. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. I, I, like, I like following rules. I like working hard. I like, I like order. So I wanted to go to soldier. But you know, as a teenager, when I met God, and I became so addicted to God, in a fast, God turned the direction of my life. Yes. So before I even went to university, I knew that I would do the work of God. Praise the Lord. Yes. So I didn't also waste my life there. I used my life to serve God. Praise the Lord. Can you imagine my first day I step on USD campus? Do you know the place I went? I went to where people were praying. I went to where people were hurt. Yes. Fresher who has come didn't know anybody. Are you getting it? I didn't go the first day because I was a Kumasi boy. Maybe I went the second or third day. I can't remember. So when I went, they were doing SEC week. And they, uh, not that even the school have closed. And then the, the real meeting. And it was left with the leaders praying. And I went there. I saw people praying. And I also went there to pray some. I also went there to what? Pray some. You know. And that first day, I received a prophecy. Praise the Lord. That time, the one who was the whole school prayer secretary, I didn't know. He called me. He said, who are you? I said, oh, I'm just a first year boy who has come. Who has come. 
and I saw people pray and I also came to pray some. Then he said, the grace on me will come upon you. Yes. And I became the prayer secretary for the whole university. When I didn't know that man, he never became my friend and I never, besides that time, he prophesied to me. I never spoke to him again on the campus before he left because he was in final year. I have just come to first year. Do you understand? Yes. So when you meet God, he turns the direction of your life. Some of you are thinking, I want to be this. I want to be this. Right now, God is speaking or showing you in this fast certain direction your life must take. May you receive grace to hear it in Jesus name. May you receive grace to hear it in Jesus name. Praise the Lord. Number two. So you see Moses' life when he met God, his life was directed. Another example is Apostle Paul. When he met God, Paul was a zealot. Somebody who was full of zeal. Yes. But Praise the Lord. So he started pursuing them and putting them in jail. In Acts chapter 9, God met him. And then the direction of his life was shifted. Praise the Lord. May God direct your life this season in Jesus' name. May God turn your life around in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, the direction of your life determines so many. Look, if you are directed and know what to do, uh, it helps you to know right decisions to take. Yes. Praise the Lord. When the direction of my life was shifted, it, it, it helped me to make it determine who I can marry. It determined where I can go. It determined the work I can do. And so many things. So many things. Praise the Lord. It determines who should be my closest friends. Yes, because the direction of your life determines it. May God give you direction in Jesus' name. May God direct your course in the name of Jesus Christ. Number two, when God meets a man, what happened? When God meets a man also, he blesses him. Hey, you know, the, the Holy Ghost told me the first meeting of God with man was a blessing meeting. The first meeting. The first meeting of God with man was a blessing word meeting. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, and God said, Let us make man in our own likeness. Huh? 
And then God made man in his own image and his own likeness. In the image of God created he the male and female. 28. And the ve- when man came into the scene, God said, we have a meeting. We have what? We have what? What was the meeting? 28. And God blessed them and said. So the first meeting, the first time God met man, what he did was to bless him. So when you meet God, he can't curse you, but what? Bless you. Yes. When there is a curse on you, when you meet God, he removed the curse. If you don't know, go and ask Jacob. In Genesis 32, verse 24 down to 28. When you meet God and you have a curse, go remove the curse and give you what? Blessing. Praise the Lord. Yes. So, we are, if you don't know what happens to you when you meet God, that's what God is. That's why in this prophetic fast, you have to position yourself to meet God so that the direction of your life will shift so that you begin to walk in enormous blessings. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes. He blessed them and said, Genesis, when he met Jacob, he said, I will not let you go until you bless me. I won't let you go. Because when a man meet God, he has to be blessed. Jacob had that wisdom. Jacob had that heart. Wisdom. Yes. So he said, no, you haven't. And blessing is not assumed. Blessing is not meditated. It is declared. So say something. Somebody say, say something. Nyankopon can be be and san wako. Nyankopon yedei. Can be be and san wako. Can be be chemi and san wako. Mira. Yes, say something before you go. Praise the Lord. Yes. So that is it. When a man meets God, it's a blessing. And the Holy Ghost said the third meeting between God and man was a blessing what? Meeting. May you meet him for your blessing in Jesus' name. May you meet him for your blessing in Jesus' name. Number three, when a man meets God, what happens to that man? God changes your story. Yes, he changes your story. I'm telling a story about my life because I met God. Are you getting it? Yes. When Abraham and the wife Sarai met God in Genesis 18, they have been struggling. There is no positive testimony concerning their marriage. But one day they met God. And God changed their story. 
it said, I will return unto you after the time of life. And your wife Sarai will give birth to a son. And Sarah laughed. Praise the Lord. Are you here with me? Yes. And Sarah laughed. And when you read the account huh, in Genesis 18, 9 to 14. In Genesis 21, 1 and 2, the Bible said, And the Lord visited Sarah as he has said. And the Lord did unto Sarah as he has spoken. So when God meets a man, he changes your story. May your story change in this season. 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 Praise the Lord. He changes the story of man. Praise God. May your story change. May your story change. May your story change. May your story change. May the Lord change your story. Yes. You know, God can change everyone's story. Stone, when I saw you praising, I was so happy. Yes. You know, there are some people when you see God changing their story, it's a blessing. Yes. And God will make you great. What you say? Well, now for four, you know, I'm why 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 you need pack a safe? He Praise God. It's a blessing. So, stories changes with an encounter with God. And everyone here, look, a mobia and country that will sell with your look, which is your mia or best son of Bravo. Tinio Hiani said, Yahu, Yawadri, Yenia, what's up with your no seeing young copon, Wabrabo, Bede? Don't look at people, don't listen to what people are saying. Oh, what are you? Oh, your, your, your destiny is not in their hands. Not even an Kufuado, I'm telling you. Not even. Not even. Not even the first gentleman of this nation. Your destiny is not in any man's hand. It is in the hand of God. It is in whose hand? So don't let anybody just believe God. Look for something that you have to do to meet God and let him change your story. Praise the Lord. David, his father even forgot about him. But when God reminded, when God remembered him and met him, his story what changed. Or Papa Crow kind of nanny refuse David. And you know, and they, you know, uh, most of the time you hire who won yum. I didn't say, I didn't know I was saying, Oh, yeah, now see a yamino, and no, I treat you. And no, I had a 
and I can grammar around it. And no sooner best is our brabo. Praise the Lord. Clap your hands for merry go round. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Holy Spirit. What does he do? When God meets a man, what does he do? He also delivers you and make you a deliverer. Oh, when God met Gideon. Gideon was a fearful guy. I want to read Genesis, Jude, uh, Judges chapter 6, verse 12 to 15. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto me and said, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon said unto Oh, my Lord, if the Lord be with me, why then is all this befalling us? And where be all the miracles which our fathers told us of? Say, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hands of the Midianites. Have I not sent thee? And he said, Oh my Lord, where shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. Praise the Lord. I have sent you for deliverance. Go and deliver the people. When a man meets God, he first delivers you and use you to deliver others. And there are few ways as God is meeting you and me, the first thing he's doing is that he's bringing deliverance in your life. That sickness has gone forever in Jesus' name. That hold upon your life is destroyed forever in Jesus' name. That burden is removed forever in Jesus' name. In this season, every bondage you are in, I command your deliverance in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. So he delivers you. And when he finishes, he uses you as a deliverer. So everyone here this year is a deliverer. God is setting you on fire to use you to set others free. Those in sin, those sick, those oppressed, those in bondage, Every one of them, God is using you for deliverance. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes. So when he meets a man, he delivers you and uses you as an instrument for deliverance. You cannot meet God and still be in bondage. Praise the Lord. Ah. When he appeared, in Acts chapter 16. And then in a Paul and Silas. When he stepped into the prison. Everyone in bondage was naturally delivered. Everyone. Everyone. So that is what it is. When God comes to meet you. He delivers you. And delivers the people around you. Delivers what? 
He mostly don't deliver you alone. He deliver your wife, deliver your children, and deliver your household. Praise the Lord. And when he finishes, he uses you also to deliver others. May this year God use you to deliver others in Jesus' name. May your household be delivered in Jesus' name. May your household be delivered in Jesus' name. Now, anytime God appears to a man, his tool for meeting a man is his word. So in every meeting with God, what comes is word. What comes is what? All the scriptures we have read, you see that when God met them, he spoke. The one he delivered, he spoke. The one he changed their story, he spoke. The one he directed them, he did what? He spoke. Are you hearing me? So, God's tool in meeting men is his word. That is what, you know, all this light I'm sharing with you is, is just fresh. The Holy Ghost just gave me. It's not copied anywhere. Red, whatever. It's things Holy Ghost is showing me. Praise the Lord. Yes. His tool for deliverance, his tool for meeting, like meeting a man is his word. He speaks the word and the word comes to you. Praise the Lord. He speaks the word and the word comes to you. So, how do you position to meet God? Yes. How do you position to meet God? In this season, what should be your position? Somebody is blessed. Somebody is blessed. Tap your legs and say, I am blessed. Praise the Lord. Somebody is blessed. How do you, you meet God? You have to position in obedience. You have to position in obedience. Yes. If the meeting will generate into blessing, it will generate into deliverance. It will generate into change of story. Praise the Lord. It, you have to position in what? Obedience. You have to position in obedience. And the revelation here is that Every believer is in obedience warfare. Yes. In fact, the warfare of the believer is warfare to obey what God is telling you. Yes. That's, that's one revelation God gave me. And it is in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 to 5. He said, for though we walk in the flesh... We do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, 
They are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. He said, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ and bringing into captivity every thought under the obedience of Christ and being able to revenge every disobedience, every word. You revenge. What is fighting you is disobedience. He said, revenge against it. Revenge, fight. And being able to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is complete. When your obedience is what? So, what you use to revenge the devil in causing you to disobey by using your flesh or using the world. Are you getting it? Is your obedience. Is your heart. Obedience. Praise the Lord. Yes. The devil fights you by using your own flesh. Using the world. Through the things you see, the things you hear. And the desires of your flesh. Praise the Lord. So you are in an obedience warfare. The battle is obey or disobey. That is it. That's the battle. That's the real battle. The fight of faith is obedience fight. So he that is winning the faith fight is the one who is obeying. He that is losing the faith fight is the one who is disobeying even though he knows. Are you understanding? Somebody is blessed. Praise the Lord. So we need to position in obedience. Yes. Obedience. Obedience. Yes, that's all. If you and I, we will meet God and receive the blessing, receive change of story, receive direction of life. Praise the Lord. Yes. Then we need to obey. Every one of them obeyed. <laughs> Direction of life. Genesis chapter 12. And the Lord has said to Abraham, leave your parents, leave your kindred, leave your father's house and go to the place that I'll show you. And I'll make your name great and I'll make you a blessing. I will bless him that blesses you, curse him that curses you. Are you getting it? And in this are all the families of the earth be blessed. The next verse, the Bible says, and Abraham departed. And Abraham what? And Abraham what? Obedience. And his life has directed, has shifted. May your obedience be perfected this season in Jesus' name. May your obedience be perfected this season in Jesus' name. The spirit of obedience, may it come upon us as a commission in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Now, obedience, obedience, obedience. 
I just talk about three features. I have seven. The Holy Ghost gave me seven. Now, look. Your, your obedience should be prompt. Everybody say prompt. You know, in Psalm 119, huh? Verse 60, Psalm 119, verse 60. The word of God says that I made haste and delayed not to keep thy commandments. I made haste. I was quick. I delayed not in keeping your commandments. God expects you to obey him quickly. God expects us to hastily, hastily obey what he tells us. Can say hastily and say quickly. Say quickly. Yes. God doesn't want you to be delaying obeying Him. You know, one one thing that this year God is to be hasty in obedience. Because I have been very slow in obeying Him. So this year, I'm not looking up to any, uh, it's obedience. It's, uh, <laughs> my papa said, the time, the time we say, let's go, is over. Now it is, I am going, if you like, come. The time we say, let's go, say, let's go, it's over. Now I am going, if you want to go, do what? Come. Say hastily. Because most of the time, People obey God, but they obey him late. And when you obey God late, you will lose their direction. When you obey God late, you will lose their blessing. When you... Ah. <laughs> There's a parable in Songs of Solomon. The beloved has come and he was knocking at the door. And the man was saying, oh, I, the woman was I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm coming. The time he realized the beloved was gone. He was what? He was gone. He was gone. And he went to town. Have you found my beloved? Have you found my... And do you know what they did? They caught her and beat her. <laughs> For not being prompt in responding. People caught him and beat him. He said, Have you found? He said, Nonsense. Who is the baby? They started slapping him. Because he was slow in obeying. This year, slowness, Avianca life in obeying God is over your life in Jesus' name. What you have to run, don't crawl with it. Something you can use one minute. Don't use three months. Ah. No avianca life. 
Because when you slow in obeying, you lose, you are like the one who didn't do at all. You are like one. Praise the Lord. So obedience must be quick. It has to be prompt. He said, I made haste and delayed not to keep thy commandment. I made haste. I was hasty. Why are you slowly? God says every month, disciples haste. Someone say haste. Work on your disciples. Don't be sitting there slowly. Everything God will do in our life is rooted in instruction, is giving, and then your obedience. So if you are not obeying, don't think that something magical will happen you. Something what? Magical. Because that's what I saw in my Bible. People obeyed God and God worked in their life. Those who didn't obey him, his, their life didn't change. But later, they went into worse situations. Somebody is blessed. So let us this year work with God in hastiness. In what? Whatever he tells us, we do it in haste. Praise the Lord. Yes. What has he told us? This year is making of disciples. Every month, at least, raise one disciple. Win a soul and try to make the person become like you. Like you have come to church this evening. The person too should be coming to church. Should be what? Coming to church. His life is on course. It's a blessing. Praise the Lord. Somebody's blessed. Somebody's blessed. Number two, obedience should also be complete or absolute. Everybody say absolute. Obey God completely. In Deuteronomy 20 verse 1 and 2. Don't do the ones you want and leave the ones you don't want. Obedience should be complete. Everyone say complete. Yes. Say complete. Yes. Complete. You know, this year you have to mean business with God. Say, I mean business with God. Yes. And jealously guard your individuality. Yes. May say, shall say, woe. We ni pastor uncle. Ain't no guard it. We ni paddy, strong. What do you say? So wouldn't you have been trained who sum yame? What down for being trained who sum yame? Or so for being trained who and found send me a question team. Me me dear, me de me who am a crystal. Now dear, yeah, no, no, me me. Jealously guard. And she will be out and away, soft way, and away, leader on your say. Jealously guard your individuality because God blesses individually. Praise the Lord. 
Are you here with me? Yes. And the obedience should be complete. Yes. Complete. As you are working disciples, you are becoming obedient in every other thing. Someone say every other thing. Every other thing. The people of Israel, when they were in the wilderness, the reason why all those who started, uh, the three million who started from Egypt, only two got to Canaan. All the rest died in the wilderness. Oh. Only Caleb and Joshua. What was the difference? Three million people. Only two. Got to the promised land. So if we are doing the parents. Of every three million. Only two. Only one. And God said those people. They had another spirit. Another heart. Spirit. And that is the spirit of obedience. The spirit of complete. Someone say complete. <clears throat> Even their leader Moses. When God says stretch the rod. He say, I will hate it. When God says let the people clean themselves. He will add. Don't go to your wife too. Praise the Lord. He will do what? He will add. Praise the Lord. Are you here with me? Uh, yes. So he will add and subtract. He add and what? Praise the Lord. <laughs> He's man. Praise God. <laughs> the last time I saw that by the Holy Ghost, it, uh, it was funny. Uh, what God told Moses, then he was telling the people that he added something God didn't say. Say, hey, Moses, why? Maybe at that time he had problem with the wife, so he doesn't. <laughs> he said, hey, hey, hey no, no. hallelujah. Somebody's blessed. Somebody's blessed. Somebody's blessed. Somebody's blessed. Praise the Lord. Number three. Let me end three. I will continue and then we pray. We have to go by ten. Obedience must also be done diligently. Everyone say diligently. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. Keep thy precepts Diligently. Psalm 119, verse 4. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. So when God says something to you, you have to do it hardly. Someone say hardly. Oh, yes. Some of the things are very hard. Some of the things are very hard. Yes, hardly. Someone say hardly. Yes, hardly. Obedience. 
You have to do it hardly. Not taking, not taking size, turning left or right, but same way he told you, hardly. And you are pressing. There may seem to be no way, but God, when he steps in, way is made. You don't need to see that. You know, most of us, huh? We want to see the door open before we go. With God, here it all. It's not like there's a door here. You just go. There's a block here. You go. When you get to the thing, the thing will open for you to go. As long as God has spoken, don't look at the wall. Don't look at the block. Just go. You hit it. It will open. Rest is there. Just go. He said go. Rest will open for you to go. Most of the time, we say, oh, by God, you say as you go, haven't you seen there's rest? You think he didn't see it? He knows there's rest here. He say go because he has planned for it. Praise the Lord. So obedience, that's what diligent obedience means. It's hard. You will see the obstacle. The mountain will be standing there. But God said, go. And when you take the steps and you are going, the mountain will be cleared. Mountain will be cleared. Praise the Lord. The mountain will be hot. Cleared. So, in this season, as you are meeting God, make up your mind to obey God diligently. Don't play games with God this year. If you serve him, serve him. If you, do, you won't serve him, leave him. Praise the Lord. It will not change him. When me, me, when I say I won't serve God, God won't change. Are you getting it? His power will not reduce. His riches will not reduce. His glory will not hurt. Reduce. It is me that everything about my life will reduce. Are you hearing me? So it is time for me to say, Lord, it is me and you. Or me and not you at all. Do you understand? Me and you or me and not you at all. Then whatever you use your life for. But it is, it is, it is very, very prudent to walk with God with your everything. Praise the Lord. Because the blessings are unmatchable. They are hot. Praise the Lord. So obey God diligently this year. Diligently. Do it hard. Some of the things are very, very hard. You know, sometimes God ministers to you, give something. It's very hard. Very hard. Give your first fruit. Your, your January salary, give it all to God. And the, the question is, ah, what, what am I going to spend? How am I going to live? You know, it's, 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 it's another wisdom. It's another wisdom. You get it. And you'll be thinking. 
But you know, obedience is hard. It's what? And the very moment you step by, you see that doors have started what? Opening. Doors have started what? Opening. Yes. Hard. Hard. Praise the Lord. I didn't talk about first fruit this year because I know most of you know. But it is you that have to obey or disobey. I don't need to say it. It's in the Bible. And it is something you have to do. It's something you have to what? Do you understand? Yes. So it's, it's a hard thing. Someone say hard. It's hard. Praise God. Praise the Lord. My prayer is that this year, in this fast, as you are positioning in obedience, your life will turn around. Your life will do what? Yes. When it comes to making disciples, you are in. When it comes to working in God's house, you are in. When it comes to giving to God, you are in. It's, 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 it's a blessing because your life is ready to turn. Please be on your feet. We are going to pray. Clap your hands for the Lord. We hope you have been blessed by the word. We would love to have you worship with us at Congress Global Ministries, located at Takrad. Or call us on 0243-287-958 or 0246-111-278. You are blessed.